Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? We have a very talented and special guest today, um, a Mr. John Robert Edward. Mr. John Robert Edward Jr. He's a Queens native, a very talented painter, um, as well as uh, he works in design, uh, fashion design, and, and many other things that I'm sure we will um, talk about. Um, thank you again for joining us. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy that you reached out to me. I was waiting for somebody to, you know, try to do a podcast or something like that. I was waiting for that moment. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all good, man. Um, just, I, I found you all for TikTok, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> I was just stroll, <laughs> scrolling through and um, I've seen a lot of your work, which is really amazing and beautiful. Um. Tell me a little bit more about your background. How was growing up in Queens and um, how did that help mold you into the artist you are today? Uh, like, I had like, I believe, like, I had an amazing childhood growing up in Queens. You know, I had a lot of friends. Um, okay. Um, I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of friends and um yeah childhood like growing up in Queens was normal for me man mm-hmm. like you know uh yeah I, I don't know what to say like it was just normal <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah like n- nothing too crazy you know like I, you know I grew up in a two-parent household you know I'm the youngest uh so yeah yeah that's amazing. Um, it's kind of same for me. I'm from uh, Washington D.C. originally, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. the news would say it's like a, a rough place, but it was normal to me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. A lot of my friends that I grew up with um, are not are not into the arts as much as you know me or my wife. So mm-hmm. even though I still relate to them, a lot of those guys that I grew up with are still on the block. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's tough, but I still gain inspiration from those people. Did you gain any like inspiration from your surroundings um, that influences yeah. your art? Well, like my brother, he started a car club business, right? He, mm-hmm. Him and his best friend started a car club business called Drastic. Mm-hmm. And they do low riders. So like their group was the first to bring the Lorada, you know, vibe to New York in a way. And mm-hmm. I was always around that. And and also, you know, my mother, she's a baker. Mm-hmm. So I get inspiration from that. My sister, she's a designer. So I, get, I used to get all my inspiration from that. So like I was surrounded by, you know, the arts in a way. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of my like, most of my friends never was into art you know I was I was the only like oddball in the group that always you know drawing painting uh uh trying to you know think outside the box you know but yeah yeah man yeah I um grew up with a few Haitians going to school and um their parents were extremely focused on uh my friend's getting like going to school to be a doctor or a lawyer or you know something of that echelon like was that pressure put on you as you were growing up and when you told them that you were going to be an artist how did they react to that uh well for me it would never it was never a pressure for me you know for for me to my like my mother my father they never you know trying to push me into like go medical or anything like that they never done that you know mm-hmm. but like 
I, I guess they wanted me to find my way, you know, like my mother, she wanted me to, of course, granted, you know, she's you know, my mother, she wants me to, you know, do good. So mm-hmm. the only best way to always have a job is the medical field, mm-hmm. always, mm-hmm. you know, but I was never was into that, never was into that. So I was into like, I was always into like creating, making stuff, like anything and everything, you know, so and. It, it, I don't know, like, it wasn't, you know, hard on me about that, you know, they loved it, you know, that they have a son that's painting and drawing, because I believe my mother may get this wrong, I don't remember, but my mother's father or her brother, we shared, I never met, met, met him, but we shared the same similarities in creating, like, what, mm-hmm. I, what I do, he, you know, my mother, father, or brother, they used to do that you know and it's it's i guess like my mom she's still amazed at what i could do to this day mm-hmm. you know so she never she still wants me to do medical stuff but i i, <laughs> I you know it's, it's not my thing you know it's really not my thing you know i just know that the work ethic you know that they put on that your parents probably put on you helped influence your art too you know a lot of my haitian friends like if they would get a, a 98 instead of 100 on a test, their parents would be like, what are the other two points at? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that work ethic. And I really appreciate and admire that about, you know, um, people, Black people from different cultures. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like in, like, the Caribbean, you know, community is just, the parents, they always hard on their kids. You know, you have to, yo, you have to, you know, of course, you know, I get it. You know, you got to strive to be the best. You know, mm-hmm. I understand that, you know. But, yeah, just me growing up, I just, you know, they never was, like, always hard on me. They never was that. Of course, you know, they always taught me right from wrong and, you know, uh, be kind and good and stuff like that. They always wanted me to, you know, just follow my own path in a way, you know, try to, you know, so, so yeah. What is your creative process like? Um, when you think of a concept, um, what's the process from the idea to putting it on canvas? Um, it varies, man. Like it, it, it my creative process, it comes, it, it, it's all over the place. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's all over the place where I could, I could like be watching TV or whatever, and I get an idea from a TV show. I'm like, oh snap, I want to create that. I want to do that, you know. Or I could be, I could be driving, and I get a, a, a idea of creating something. Boom, I want to create. Like it, it comes in different different areas where like or. My son, he could be watching TV cartoons and cartoons I've never seen before. It's a good cartoon, but I'm like, yo, that, this is amazing. I want to I wanna do something with that, you know? So, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it goes crazy, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah not, you know, that's, yeah. Viewing the world through children's eyes help keep us... Um, wondering you know what I mean because my son he's two years old and um I have to remind myself that every experience that he's having is is brand new to him you know what I mean I'm 32 I mean I haven't been on this planet long but we often get caught up in seeing thinking that we know everything that we've seen everything when that's really not the case so I think Mm -hmm. um how has having a child or having children affected your art has it affected your art in any type of way? Um, no, to be honest, no. Like my son, you know, he's five. So he he loves to spend his time with dad. Like he's always with dad. So he mm-hmm. likes to spend all of it with me. And then being that, like his dad, like when kids, I feel like when kids act from when they uh, uh, are born all up until and they get like maybe 10 and nine, they have that mindset of they just want to create and get mm-hmm. messy and all that stuff. So my son, 
students at that point where, okay, that is, art is creating, I want to do that too, mm -hmm. you know, and we, you know, we go back and forth where it doesn't, the only thing that I would say may, you know, I can't say stop me or probably may slow down my process is like, if he wants to, like, if he needs something, you know, like he wants my attention, like, but he wants my, like, he, he wants me to focus on him like all day, every day, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So even though if I could be talking to you right now, he wants my attention as we speak right now, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, it just never, I don't know. I just have that, um, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, my mindset is weird. Like, mm -hmm. I, don't know, I don't know how to really probably explain it, man. Like, I yeah, feel I you. I, I kind of go through the same thing, you know, especially it from from their born all the way up to maybe like teenage years, they're not as independent um, as we are. But it's just the fact that they just have that creative energy always, you know what I mean? It's always on 10. That's that's what I miss, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you have the, the, I guess, writer's block in a sense, you know what I mean? But children... Yeah they can yeah. always they're like their imagination is like crazy you know what i mean yeah and that's what i love like and i still you know i'm trying to keep this whole this whole attitude or mentality like of course like when we get older we lose our creative process we lose that like a sense of like how to create or how to like because i believe that Kids, when they're young, when they're creating something or painting or whatever it is, they're careless. They don't think too much. Yeah. You know, they, they yeah. don't, you know, and me, I'm trying to keep, like, in a way, I'm trying to keep my inner child, you know, in a way, like, yo, I want to create, I want to create, and I'm trying to teach my son that too as well, where, you know, where, like, he could keep, even though whatever it is that he want to do later on in life, but at least he could still have that, that creative where, like, he want to, you know, do something you understand so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah mine's is the exact same way he's um he's picked up uh, a love for drumming ever since he could hold oh, things wow. in his yeah ever since he could hold things in his hands like one day um when we f found out um we were eating like asian food and he picked up the chopsticks right and just started drumming mm -hmm. so my mother mm -hmm. seen this and bought him like a little child drum set and for like the last two years, he's just been banging. Anytime we turn wow. on like Anderson Pack or anything, like he'll just sit there, study, and do, do the exact same thing and bang, 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 bang. It's like, it's crazy. Kids nowadays wow. are freaking crazy. Like they pick up things so quick, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, but it's, it's, I feel like me being a, a new dad, it just, I'm just basking in the experience. Like my son, he's experienced everything for the first time. And I'm just like, just watching. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, uh, 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 directing him. Like, of course, certain things I'm going to steer him away, but I'm just watching whatever it is that he's doing, like to be dancing. Because my son, he, he likes music as much as me, but I'm always playing music. Mm -hmm. And just to see him like listen to, to some music and he just get his bob on, you know, get his nod on and stuff like that. that it shocked me, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. Like, it just, you just have to be amazed by like how fast they learn it. And like, I don't know how to probably explain it, man. Like, yeah, like, I don't know how you felt when you, 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 you see, you know, your son doing certain things. I don't know if you, if you sit there and just watch and like, wow. This is amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I do that with my son. Like, wow. It's just fortunate. You know, you know um, he was basically a, a quarantine baby. He was born in 2019. So um, mm -hmm. when everything shut all shut down, um, I got laid off. Right. So I, I got to actually see him like grow. You know what I mean? Because from our parents. Okay they would have to take us to the babysitter or we would have to go to school. So we, we very rarely spent a lot of time with our parents and, you know, they didn't get that opportunity to watch us develop as, you know, 
as closely as we are now. And right. um, it just freaks me out to see a little guy that's like me in a lot of ways, but still has his, his own personality and his own, you know, the way he, he carries himself, you know, but yeah. I still see, I still see a lot of me in him. Like, you know, he's born 10 days after my birthday. So he's an Aries. Wow. So wow. whenever he gets like mad or, or he has like a stubborn situation, he's just like me, which is crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's good, man. Hey, that's, mm. listen, like, that's amazing, you know, feeling man like it's a it's amazing feeling just to see like yo like that's mine like yeah. that's me you know in a small form you know that is just me mm-hmm. you know small form and you get to see as they grow up like different personality like what they're gonna you know how they're gonna be you know when they, when they get like 10 years old or or teenagers like like how you know me i question everything that's just me you know i mm-hmm. question a whole lot of stuff so can you go please? <laughs> I'm on the phone. Not right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, nah, take your time, bro. Take your time. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I, I love seeing black fatherhood, yo. It's, I love that. Yeah, like it's see stuff like that. It's like being that, like, you know, I'm a, you know, a new father, and it just means that I see a lot of people don't recognize black fathers that's there right you know that's there people always always acknowledge the fathers that's not there mm-hmm. you know and that's why like i like i'm all on like i spent all my time with my son you know like i've worked a real job in like six years this is my job mm-hmm. and i made it to be my mission where okay i want to and every moment with my son you know every moment for his first step his you know you know first steps to his girlfriend to his kiss or whatever it is like i am not trying to miss nothing because he growing up of course you know i have my father around but he, he always working mm-hmm. you know he never mm-hmm. had that bond in a way mm-hmm. you know so now just like Every, everywhere I go, if I'm walking with my son or take pictures or whatever it is, people are like a, like a shock. Like, oh, my God, you know, he's spending, you know, wow, you, you know, good job. I'm like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Right, I'm right. There, you know, like, I'm confused. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, but then again, everybody glorifies the, the father that's not there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's why, like, for Father's Day, I take it very seriously in a way where, like, you know, like, yo, there's amazing dads out here. That's dads that's not even, that's not their kids, but they still give that dad vibe, you understand? So there's right. guys, people out there that's, you know, doing everything and anything for their kids, you know, but people don't see that like that, you know? So, but, hey, what can you really do? <laughs> that's why it's important, you know, just to have platforms like these where we can, we control our own narrative. You know what I mean? We we can show them better than we can tell them. You know what I mean? Because I went through the same thing Um, when my child was still like a baby baby. I would wear the little sling joint that you uh, put the baby on your chest and we would Mm -hmm. just go for walks and people would just wave me down and smile and say, good job. And I'm like, yo, Mm -hmm. this is what we do. We go on walks. What the hell? (laughs) Like, what do you want? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and I tell like a friend of mine, I'm like, yo, like, I know like a friend of mine was telling me like, yo, how is it? Like uh, one of my friends, like before I became a dad and I told a friend of mine that had kids, I said, yo, like, how is it to you know, have a kid? I was asking him a question. He said, listen, honestly, it's like watching your little cousin, but the only difference is that they don't go home. <laughs> they don't go, that the only difference is like you're watching your little cousin or your little brother. And the only difference is that they just don't go home at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. You know, and I felt something like, yo, like being, hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Being like a, you know, like dad, like, yeah, of course it has ups and downs or whatever, but I'm like, it's amazing. You know, it's amazing where it's, it's, it's good and scary at the same time, but it's amazing where it's like, like, um, get to like watch cartoons and eat snacks all day like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know like you could play you know games video games and 
and whatever it is like who well to me like I love it like I take pride in you know being a dad you know I take pride in it you know so yeah <laughs> I definitely feel the same way um when I look at your work when I seen your work for when I first seen your work on TikTok I had to go to you know your socials and your website <laughs> and when I seen it I see a lot of uh self-love and admiration for blackness and beauty you know what i mean i i see i see a reflection of you know the pride that's in our people you know what i mean mm-hmm. is was was that conscious or do, do you is it just natural for you like i could admit man like for a long time like for a long time like i didn't like my skin complex Mm. you know because I used to get picked on you know of course you know when you get you know when you in like middle school whatever kids are cool you know and I used to get picked on because of my skin complexion you know, mm. skin complexion so then something happened where in my lifetime where like when I got older that's when I started to love who I am and started to embrace you know my you know who I am as a person my color you know and also doing research on black mm. people where we came from i'm not talking about the slavery I, i'm not doing that i'm trying mm-hmm. to come from where, where we came from you know and being that like i i um i um being that like i took this art full time like for some reason like i wanted to highlight like yo black people are here we are god that's what it is like we <laughs> like everything like we are gods and that's how I feel and and I just feel like for every and I always tell my son that you know my son you know of course he's mixed but I tell him like listen you're a brown boy you know this is where you came from you know we're we're king and queen that's where you know we're gods you have to understand that mm-hmm. and it's just like from I don't know like every time like I think you know people of our color just like I don't know, like the different shading of brown, yeah. different shading of like, like it's it's just amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I just it's just a love that I love like to do. Like I may switch it up, and, you know, I may you know do some Caucasian, but it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same, you know. And yeah, I've just been doing that, and yeah, and then by me um, embracing my self and who I am my skin complexion that's when I could you know really fully embrace like my love for art in many ways I don't know if that makes sense no I love that I totally agree um that's just you controlling the narrative you know what I mean because when we look at media whether it's on the news or social media or whatever magazines we're not always shown in the best of light. And when they do show us, it's usually the most fair complected. You know what I mean? Right, right. So right. it's important to let the world know that there's more to us than just slavery movies. There's more to, to us than... Yeah. It, it's just... We've, we come from scientists, mathematicians, uh, storytellers, mm-hmm. painting, painters, like artists, like kings and queens, right. like you said, like our history is so rich and deep um, coming from the continent yeah. and everyone comes from us. So it's important for artists like you and, and other artists to, you know, just highlight the, 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 the notion that black is beautiful. Black is, you know, not monolithic. Black is you know, all of us. Yeah, like it, and I remember I told, I was talking to, sorry, I'm keep on moving around. Oh, it's cool. Um, I kept talking to one of my friends that like, yo, like I'm at that point on, like why is nobody making a, like a um, black uh, King and Queens movie, like where we came from. Like mm-hmm. we are, everybody always, like there's so many slavery movies, so so many tons. Okay, now I just feel like okay, we get it. okay, fine, we get it. But mm-hmm. where we came from, you understand? Like show 
the the like so where we're like okay yes you know those kings and queens and where you know how we came to you know to be and all that stuff but i just feel like they're scared to make movies like that or film like that or mm-hmm. whatever it is i guess everybody I, wants to see i'll like, tell you why because they don't want another haitian revolution out this joint you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like perfect example like I um I know of course we're getting off topic, but um uh I was talking to to me I'm a big sci-fi person, right? Mm-hmm. I love sci-fi and I love Star Trek. And I made a a a question like me, you you know would be amazing if they do a black star a black uh cast, like Star Trek cast, like mm-hmm. a black where like you know how they did uh, uh Black Panther. Yeah, do yeah. Long time, do something like that. Like I feel like that would be because, of course, they had you know they had a black captain that was you know a long deep space time, nine. Yeah, you know, deep space nine. nine. I, I want, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. So, I'm hip. So I don't feel like they should. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I just feel like they should. They should you know make something where it's all black star like cat like you know like a black star you know, black star trek. You know, and I feel mm-hmm. like it would be it wouldn't be crazy well like a list celebrities, but it'll it'll give us the idea where like okay, perfect example. Um, you know the guy Allstate, right? The guy that say Allstate? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know that I feel like his voice, his demeanor, his attitude would be a good captain. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. he give up that captain vibe, right? And Angela Bassett would be his number two, like a commanding officer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, so I feel like stuff like that would be amazing. Like I, that's just me, you know. I just feel like it'll be dope, but people are not trying to. I just feel like they don't want to, of course, make that, or they're scared because whatever reason, you know. But I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I love yeah. that, but you know, there's. A lot of different conspiracies on why a lot of us in the inner cities are in the situation that we're in. You know what I mean? Um, Tupac once said, I don't want to change the world, but I want to spark the brain that does. And as soon as you spark that brain, it's like a wildfire. You know what I mean? Everybody wakes up. Everybody wants, you know, self-love and is it'd be trouble for, you know, quote unquote, the other side, because statistics say that they're a dying breed. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and the way America is like, just just full of different people from all different cultures all over the world, it's getting a lot browner. You know what yeah. I mean? And just think about it if you were a dying breed what would you do you would try to keep everybody else separated so you could stay on top yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's true that's true that's true but let me get out of my uh dr umar bag <laughs> <laughs> um what type of music do you listen to when you create uh i listen to a lot of uh soca reggae calypso mm-hmm. afrobeat you know caribbean music um i may switch it up hit you well hit you hit you with some jazz mm-hmm. um neo soul uh like all types of music man like it has to be i have to be in the right moment a bright mood like mm-hmm. if i if i want to me i work fast when i create so if I want to work fast, I play some Caribbean music, you know, some reggae, some soca. I work fast. I get in the zone. And if I want to play, if I want to take my time with creating, I play some jazz, some making your soul, some some relaxing music, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I listen to all different types of like music, honestly, you know. Yeah, that's great. Um, like I said, my 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 partner is a painter, and once she gets mm-hmm. in that zone. She doesn't hear anything. She doesn't talk. She doesn't eat. It'll be like 12 hours and she's still working on, you know, that painting. Have you ever found yourself in that situation where you just like lost time because you're so consumed in what you're creating? Yeah, plenty of times where I have to set a timer on on my phone to I need to eat something. 
Mm-hmm. I, I could go, you know, hours without eating and painting. You know, I could go, I could, if I'm painting something and I could go hours and hours without eating food. And then the only time I will probably feel that I need to eat is eat either if I set a timer or if I feel dizzy. <laughs> if I don't feel if I don't feel dizzy, hey, I'm gonna keep on going. You know, so that's yeah. just yeah, that's just me, man. Like as creatives, like when you're in the zone, yo, time doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like time doesn't exist. You don't care with me. I don't care what's going on in the world. I'm just worrying about my like time stops mm-hmm. when I create. You know, so yeah, yeah, like yeah, pretty much. Um, speaking of, because I said I, I I found you on TikTok earlier. How important is social media for you? Um, is it a good thing or is it like a detriment? Um, it's a good thing to me. Like you know, to me it's a good thing. I don't know anybody else, but to me it's a good thing in a way where I feel like you could get your work out there faster let people the world to see what you're creating mm. and you could be inspired by other things you see on the internet not only um like outside if i make sense mm. you know so it's it's okay it happens broken time you know like um yeah it has broken time yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's and, um for me, sometimes I just have to shut it off because, you know, I want to create from my own perspective and it's hard because I follow a lot of artists, you know what I mean? And sometimes you take in art and you forget that you took it in and subconsciously you create something, you might create something that somebody else produced. So, you know, when I'm like in super creative mode, I have to shut everything out. And just, you know, going to my own introspective and, and bring whatever that is out. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I, I get I get that. Like I remember when uh October, my Instagram has got got hacked in October of last year. Right? Mm. And that right there, it put a stop on whatever it is I was doing. Cause my Instagram got hacked. So I didn't know what I was gonna do, and from that, from there, I got off Instagram or social media for good, maybe two, three months. That's the longest I did that, two, mm. three months. You know, and it was okay for me, you know, to get off social media. But then again, it's just like I just feel. Just, give me one second. Sorry. No, take your time, brother. Um, yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, like, man, like, I could, you know, there's times where I'll probably, you know, I'll probably delete apps like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I'll, I'll delete it off my phone purposely. I'll do it because we all know when we wake up in the morning or whatever it is, the first thing we look, we go to social media, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes like I do do stuff like that, trying to, you know, not worry about what i see on you know social media and i just create you know i I could go both ways you know so yeah Mm -hmm. tell me about the first time you had um an art show and tell me about the feeling um you felt when you sold your first piece okay did that like Uh, solidify it and was like yo i could really do this as a, a career well, the first time I sold my first piece was when I was in middle school. Wow. Yeah. When when they had, you remember the Twin Towers was up? Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's when I sold my first piece. Like, I did a painting in my art class and a small little painting. And then somebody, like an anonymous buyer, brought it. I don't know who that person is. You know, mm. brought it. You know, bought the painting. And I always knew that I... Like I could take the this art full time. I always knew it, but of course, you know, people are going to, you know, doubt you and say, now you can't do this full time or or you're not good at it. 
Um, but when I had my first art show, that was 2019. And it was, it was like, I don't know how to really properly explain it. Explain it. it was a joy, a big, I don't know how to really properly explain it. Man. Like it was like- Like an out of body experience or something? Yeah, it was just like, everybody came out to see my, everybody's seen my work in on the internet. But mm-hmm. when they finally see it up close in person, it was a shock. And every, a lot of people show out, you know, and yeah, it was amazing first art show I've had, you know, like, every, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So I, in my, when I did my art show, my first one, of course, I sold some paintings. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. 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 Of, of course, I sold my first paintings and whatever, but. It's um it was just I don't know, I I I done group shows before. Yeah. You know, I sold paintings. But when you have your first art show, that's different. That's a different experience. Cause you're it's your thing, your art is your work. So people come to to uh, view it. And it was yeah, it was amazing. Come to the point where like I wanna do more and more and more art shows. Mm. You know, so yeah. I love that. I don't that, know if man. I'm answering your question. Nah, you you hit it right on the right on the head. You know, it's just um, for me, it was like a out of body experience. It's like I was there, but I was looking at myself from the outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. When you first start your craft, you never envision yourself making it to that point. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, yeah. you might have ambitions to it. You can like visualize it in your head. But it's way different when you're actually there experiencing it. You know what I mean? And just the energy that you 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 get from the room, from the people, you know what I mean, and enjoying what you created. Cause essentially it's you're creating like a baby. You're creating um something that started off as an idea and you you put that on, on canvas or whatever medium you use, like you're giving a piece of yourself to somebody else or you're selling a piece of yourself to somebody else that they can cherish yeah. and hang up on their wall. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mind blowing experience. Yes, it is, man. It really is. It really is. And I love it. <laughs> um, I love it. Growing up in New York, you know, we all know New York is, 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 is the place of hustle. It's the place of, you know, creativity it's a place of artists um how do you or if you um how do you how do you just like i don't want to say stand out but how do you um just like promote yourself to where because it's, it's kind of i don't want to say oversaturated but it's a competition in, in a sense you know what i mean like how do you stand out amongst all these other artists um it's hard like i went to me i live i live in new york yes but i live upstate new york mm-hmm. right and i made that decision to move upstate when i went to college mm-hmm. right because i came to realize like, listen like if i believe if i didn't move away from new york i wouldn't be the artist that i am now mm-hmm. because everybody yet yeah, like your your artist Somebody who's doing the same thing, exactly the same thing that you're doing. You know, you haven't met that person yet. And mind you, in a big city. So mm-hmm. for you to stand out really is going to be hard, you know. But sometimes, like, if you've seen my, if you've seen on my TikTok, I do trench coat jackets, right? And with those jackets, that is a standout piece alone, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to worry about, you know, you know, uh, 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 promoting myself crazy. I can just wear my jacket and I already stand out from a lot of different artists and all creative as well. But by me moving outside of the city, living upstate, it made me stand out even more, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because like, yeah, like I said before, like everybody's doing it, everybody's doing something in the same. So for you to, yeah, I feel like, yes, of course, we all know the saying, you know, uh, uh, New York is where dreams are made and stuff like that. But I just feel like you have to, in order for that to happen, 
you have to really bust your ass, like literally, you know, bust your ass to actually try to make a dent in the city, you know, to, to have people to recognize who you are or whatever it is, you know? So that's why I live upstate, you know, and it's, for me, it's people. I mm-hmm. get to create, mm-hmm. you know? And when I do travel down to the city, I don't like to spend no more than like three, four days in the city because there's too much going on in the city, too much. I don't yeah. like doing that, you know? So, yeah, like that's what I pretty much do, man. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree. Um, you know, growing up in D.C., it's not as big as New York, but it's still a city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as artists, I think we're like naturally empathic. You know what I mean? Empathic. Like we, I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going to use it. Um, Okay. (laughs) But we often collect energy from everyone. You know what I mean? In order to Mm -hmm. create. And I've been to New York several times. There's a lot of different energy up there. Like you can be, it's like, I love it, but it's a lot of confusion at the same time. So Mm -hmm. living outside of the city, for me as well has, you know, helped slow me down and, you know, help me feel and think more introspectively on who I am as an artist and what I want to create, you know? Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, man. Like, it's it's like, I'm not saying, hey, I'm a city boy. I love the city. But if I want to create, I have to leave the city. Mm -hmm. I have to. Uh, if I want to create what I'm creating, I have to. There's so much distraction. It's so much distraction where you can't, like, I don't know about other artists, but to me, it's so many distractions where you can't, what they say, uh, lower down the voices in a way. Like, mm. you can't, there's so many voices out, you know, in the world, like, you, you cannot think. Yeah. You know? So, with me, I, yeah, I moved away and I could think. You know, I could think clearly, I could create what I want to create or whatever it is, you know, so without rushing it because the city is a fast-paced place, mm-hmm. so you have to rush it. When I'm upstate, I could just chill, relax, you know, and just create, man. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's love. Um, well, I just have a few more questions for you. And after that, we'd like to play a little game with uh, our guests called This or That. So if you're cool with that, we can. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Um, what advice would you give a young John at like 12 or 13 that's just thinking about, you know, pursuing this career? Um, I would pretty much like the advice I would give is that like yo like try to soak up as much inspiration as you can mm. if that makes sense like um just be just make what you want to make. Mm. you know anything that's in your head put that on paper you know like that's what i i know it's different but that's what i tell my son like depending on how you're feeling if you're feeling happy sad or whatever it is paint it put it on paper you know if you know make sure that you be your first fan if that makes sense Believe in the first, yeah. Of course, I know you hear the thing, you know, you got to believe in yourself or whatever, and that's true. You have to believe in yourself, like, try, like, find, believe, yes, believe in yourself, but also have somebody to believe in as well, uh, give you that extra boost in a way. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, hello, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, I was pretty yeah, that's the advice. Like I was just saying, yeah, just try to soak up as much information like as far as being artist. Just don't be scared to create. Like if you make a mistake or don't be don't don't overthink it too much. Mm. Like if you're creating, don't think too much on what you're creating. Like you don't have to be 
too perfect in what you're creating. You know, if you make a if you make a, a, a uh, if you make a mistake, it's okay. A mistake could be an art as well. Yeah. You know, you know, mistake could be art as well. So don't, of course, yes, you are a worst critic. You know, like we 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 as artists, like depending on whatever it is that we are creating. Sometimes we hate our work sometimes, but the other people may love it. Yeah. You know, so I would tell you my my youngest self, like hey, be passionate in what you're doing. Know that, you know, what comes being an artist, you need to know what comes with that. You know, of course, there's gonna be people, there's gonna be people where they're going to trying to tear you down from your art. There's gonna be people that's going to not like what you create or don't believe with don't believe in what you're trying to do you know you have to you, there's a good there's a positive and a negative when they come out to being an artist mm. so i say yeah just be passionate if you love to if this is what you love to do do it like that's what i tell my son like listen if you love to do this don't worry about what dad says if dad say oh don't do this still do it anyway Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanna, you know, if you wanna, you know, uh, be a painter or whatever it is, and I believe in you, it's okay, it's fine, it's okay. Make sure you believe in yourself first. You know, that that's because I learned that being that I'm 33 years old and being that like having some family, some friends, or whatever it is that don't believe in me for a while it made me feel some type of way now i'm at the age where i don't care you know i believe in me you know so i tell my younger self yeah believe in yourself like you have to believe in yourself where it's sickening in a way Hmm. where where you have to like trick yourself in a way like yo my stuff is amazing you know and I always, I know we got off topic or whatever, maybe I think we did, but I always tell my friends, like, there's a reason why Kanye West is who he is. I was okay, just thinking Kanye. the same thing. I, I was watching a yeah. documentary like a couple of days ago. Like, mm-hmm. it all starts in your mind first. You know what I mean? If you yeah. give yourself those constant affirmations, mm-hmm. it, it has no choice but to manifest into the physical form. You know what I mean? Yeah. His mother, just showing that his mother was a shining light and she always, you know, showed love to him and 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 gave him the, these gems that just put the battery in his back. And he's just, just constantly, ran. yeah, and ran with it, you know? And he still yeah. feels that way, even though he's going through some things right now, but yeah. he's a billionaire and one of the, the greatest artists for a reason, you know what I mean? And it all started in, in his mind first. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, like no matter how crazy the idea is or the painting is or whatever it is, like if you believe in yourself 100%, which is, yes, like, yeah, believe in yourself where like it's crazy, people are going to believe, people are going to follow. You know, you can't doubt yourself. Like, you know, that's like Kanye, Kanye, who he is. Like, you know, like he, you know, the stuff that he comes out with, that is like outrageous, but he believes in himself so much, people follow him. Follow yeah. Him. yeah. You know, so yeah. I'll mean, tell, yeah, that's I'll just tell, you know, my young stuff, yeah, just believe in yourself as much as you can, you know, like, and of course, and every time like people always ask me this, this, uh, this question, I always revert back to Pursuit of Happiness, right? Mm. That movie when Will Smith was talking to his son. And mm-hmm. saying that, oh, if you have a dream, you go after it or something like that. You know, no matter, you know, no matter um, whoever tells you you can't do it, do it anyway. Something, something along those lines, yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, I'll just tell myself, yeah, like, yeah, like just try to believe in yourself as much as you can. I love that. I love that. All right. Um, here is the game. It's called This or That. Um, I'm going to ask you a question uh, with two possible answers, but you can only choose one. And the whole world depends on your answer. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Um, first question: pancakes or waffles? Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, pancakes. Really? Yeah, man. I love pancakes. <laughs> okay. Waffles is okay. I like waffles, but pancakes. Ooh, I, I, you know, I like, I like me some um some pancakes. Yeah, pancakes are great. You know, when they're homemade. But um, I'm more yeah. of a I'm more of a waffle man. I'm not talking about like egos or any shit like that. I'm like the the Belgian joints with the big divots. That, you know what I mean? That collect the syrup. Oh. Like that's my shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 I got. <laughs> I got to think. <laughs> Um, next question. Huh? Next question. Puppies okay. or kittens? Puppies. Mm. Yeah, puppies, puppies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hold on, you just froze for a quick second. I don't know what's going on. Now look, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh yeah. Um I would say, uh, yeah, a puppy. You know, puppies are cute, man. Like, well, kids are cute too, but you know, like, you, you can't go wrong with puppies, man. Like, puppies <laughs> are cute as hell, right? You yeah. can't go wrong with puppies. Yeah, I, I feel that. I love puppies. You know, cats just walk around your house like they own own the joint. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Puppies are are where it's at. Um, next question. Money or freedom? You can only choose one. Mm, I believe freedom. Mm. Money's gonna come regardless. Mm. So I yeah, freedom and like that, that's what I'm trying to strive for right now. Mm. You know, so yeah, I believe, yeah, freedom, man. Like freedom to do everything and anything without being ridiculed or judged or whatever it is. Like, yeah, freedom. Like, who wouldn't say freedom? Most people would say money, but freedom. Mm, I love that. I think that was the last one, man. Um, Once again, I really appreciate you taking the time to have this conversation with me. Um, I love your art and I love what you do um, just in general. And, you know, I love black fatherhood, man. It, it just warms my heart every time I, I see, uh, you know, a, a black man just, just loving his kids. Um, yeah. how can people get in contact with you maybe possibly for a commission or just to, just to keep up with you on your journey? Uh, of course, uh, keep up with me on my journey. It will be on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram name is Old school is O S K two O's the creator, right? And then that's the same name as my TikTok. You know, it's the same name. So yeah, like then I'm trying to work on uh, a YouTube channel for my art as well, and and uh, and uh, Twitter as well, my art as well. So. Yeah, those are the two platforms, pretty much that. Yeah. Amazing. Um, once again, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak uh with me mm -hmm. and and our listeners, man. Um, I wish you nothing but you know success in, in your in, in your field and um, you know, love is love, man. All right, man. Thank you. Hey, thank you for having me. Hey, I've been saying this for a long time. Like I need somebody to put me on your part. Like I've been doing this for a long time, you know. So I'm happy that you reached out to me, and that's it. Let's do it. Perfect. So, yeah, man. Thanks Perfect. for having us as well. <laughs>